Welcome to the Front Stretch Race Fans, presented by Joe's Karting and Council Bluffs, online at joeskarting.com. Fast-paced white-knuckle racing just across the river on 23rd Avenue. Get over to Joe's Karting today. Do yourself right with a little indoor kart racing. Apologies uh, for my voice. I am still getting over uh, some crud from a week ago. And I don't know if uh, the viruses are getting stronger or if I'm just getting older, but these things seem to be taking quite a bit longer for me to get over, so... Uh, hang in there with me in that department. What's that? I say, I think it's a combination of both <laughs> and the power of the crap that's going around. Man, I tell you, it, it knocked me on my butt this weekend. I had so much to do, but I just Friday afternoon to when I had to go bartend Sunday, I just pretty much laid on the couch and slept and man, just knocks me on my butt. But I didn't have a whole lot to do. I didn't start the car between like, I think I got home Friday night about eight o'clock and I didn't start the car until this afternoon at about one. Cut down on my gas usage, that's for sure. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, although now it's, I've noticed it's uh, in Council Bluffs, it's crept under, what is it, 279 now? I was going to say that's the lowest I've seen and um, it's been lower um, I haven't been to the auction for almost two weeks, but last time I was in Des Moines, it was, uh, but, uh, I'm going to say 30 cents cheaper than it was here in Omaha. Wow. And they even had, uh, the E85 was like 220. Oh, I think I saw E85 at like one something today. Yeah, it might be. I mean, it's been two weeks, so mm-hmm. I think I paid, uh, I paid like 289 or something like that over there in Des Moines two weeks ago and it was I think 313 or 318 or something here so yeah you've got one of those flex fuel vehicles it is worth uh making the change because I think when I had one when I had my Ranger that was flex fuel uh it could run flex fuel my I would get a little bit worse gas mileage so I figured it probably needed to be about 50 to 50 to 75 cents cheaper per gallon than regular fuel in order for it to balance out and um yeah, I liked having it. That flex fuel was nice. Oh, I replaced a couple of fuel injectors, though. I ran it in my car from time to time in my uh, my old Buick. It was a 99. It wasn't set up for it. But as long as you're, you know, all I was doing was cruising back and forth down the highway from Sioux City when I was working up at Park Jefferson. I mean, this was, you know, 10 years ago. But, you know, just with not a big load on the engine, it doesn't hurt anything. Yeah. All right, let's get into the news. Uh, one of my favorite news stories since we last talked, John Hunter Nemechek is going to be sitting down for a full-time ride at Joe Gibbs Racing in the Xfinity Series in the number 20 car. Uh, loved seeing this. John Hunter Nemechek's been one of those guys that I've always rooted for. Um, obviously, the name uh, recognition with uh, his dad, Joe Nemechek, and uh, what was his nickname? Front Row Joe? Front Row Joe, and also his... Uh... What was Joe's brother's name? John, I think. Oh, really? John Nemechek. And yeah, John uh, tragically was killed. I think it was in a truck race crash at Homestead. Um, The very the late 90s somewhere, maybe 98, 99, something like that. Well, that would explain why I hadn't heard about him. Well, you were but, alive, but you weren't alive because you didn't, knew nothing about racing. Right. I wasn't paying attention to racing at the time. I was still a couple of years away. But John Hunter is one of those guys that I think is incredibly talented and just needs the right ride. I, I remember running into his dad or him, and 
and they just both said whoever we were talking to, I can't remember if you were there or not, but um, just basically said, man, we just need one or two good sponsors and we can get him in a good ride. And, and, and that's all it's going to take. He's going to do the rest, but they, I know they've, they have struggled to find full-time sponsorship for him, but he's a talented young man and uh, very sponsorable personality wise. Uh, he's got a good head on his shoulder and proven winner. Well, he had a uh, truck race several years ago. I think it was the road course up in Canada at Montreal, I think. And uh, he uh, ran somebody real rough towards the finish and rode him down the wall. It was it was a little bit of a cheap deal, but people that know the racing know that you're coming to the checkered flag. You do what you do to get there, you know. But he caught a lot of flack over that deal. And uh, I don't know how much it actually hurt him career-wise, but We've interviewed him before, you know, and had a nice chat with him. And I talked to Joe every now and then because he was still running trucks occasionally back when I was doing that stuff. So, you know, it's a good family. Mm -hmm. Jesse, am I saying it? Iwoji? Iwoji? Yeah, I think that's how it's pronounced. Apparently, he is suing one of his um, sponsors for $4.125 million. Lawsuit filed in United States District Court in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. The team alleges that EPM committed a breach of contract. They agreed yeah, to pay the team a, two, two and a quarter million dollars sponsorship for the 2022 season and $3.75 million for 2023. Lawsuit attempts to, the, to recoup what the team, I'm just going to refer to it as team so I don't continue to butcher, butcher the name. Two missing payments total three hundred seventy-five thousand dollars from twenty twenty-two, and the three point seven five million dollars for twenty twenty-three in the filing. <clears throat> now, to me, I don't know how they can file for future money, so I don't know how they file for the twenty twenty-three deal. I mean, if they're owed for the twenty twenty-two, then yeah, they can definitely file on that. And this is actually quite common. There's many times that sponsors don't follow through on their commitment. <clears throat> I, mean, I remember one with Danica Patrick and Stuart Haas Racing had an issue with uh, it was a energy bar or a breakfast bar or something like that. Yeah, I kind of recall that. I mean, it happened to David Starr over at, at uh, Newton at mm-hmm. Iowa Speedway. And uh, but, yeah, that's happened uh, a lot of places. I mean, NASCAR had some deal years ago. I mean, this was when I was still working. I want to say it was Cracker Barrel, if I remember right. Cracker Barrel didn't come up with their full amount for sponsoring. Uh, I think it was the race at Atlanta. I think it was like the Cracker Barrel 500. And they didn't come up with, you know, their contracted price. And that was a lawsuit. And there was a lawsuit with Kmart when they had, uh, when they were sponsoring a race every year. And I can think of a lot of that stuff. So yeah. it's, it's nothing new. What was the other uh, thing with the driver? GMS signed uh, his name Rajan Karuth. Yeah, to run the truck series. Yeah, after he ran, I think he ran the complete ARCA series, or maybe missed a race or something. But ran, I think, in the top five in points, definitely in the top ten. But I'm thinking he ran like fourth in points. Yeah, he'll he'll run full time for the Craftsman Truck Series campaign in 2023 for GMS. Uh, in his first full-time season of Arca Series competition, Kruth was able to collect eight top fives, 14 top tens, and would finish third in the point standings right, be- right behind uh, fellow Petty GMS teammate, sorry, uh, fellow GMS racing teammate Daniel Dye. 
Yeah. Daniel Dye was the one that got in trouble in high school down in Florida. Right. At his little spat. But a young enough age that, you know, if he can drive and keep his nose clean, that'll fall behind him in a hurry. Joe Kaziski, congratulations to him on being named Speedway Illustrated Ken Schrader Real Racer of the Year. He received an award, uh, I think, last week. I assume it was at PRI. Uh, yeah, I believe it was at PRI. And then the Kaziski family was given the Mike Swims Award at the Lucas Oil Late Model Series Banquet. Um, their relationship that they have formed with the group is something very special. That was off the I-80 Speedway page. So uh, Shelby County Speedway announced their schedule, and then they revised it a few times. <laughs> a few? <laughs> <laughs> I think there's work yet to be done there, so. They're uh, totally understandable. They've announced yeah. awful early for, you know, a fairly new organization. Yeah, and they're they're putting new meaning to the word tentative. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Joe had that patented. <laughs> uh, their season looks like it's going to start with a race saver sprint car, late model stock car sport mod show on March 31st and April 1st. Um, April 1st show is going to feature race saver sprint cars. A mods, dirt crown stock cars, and uh, sport mods. And then they're going to come back April 7th and 8th with a doubleheader SLMR 360 sprint car hobby and compacts. Those uh, those five classes or four classes are going to be both nights. Then their season opener, April 29th. Looks like their season's going to continue through August 26th, which is championship night. Then they're going to do push truck nationals. With the Race Saver Nationals, 360 Sprint Cars, and 410 Sprint Cars. That's going to be September 8th and 9th. The Tiny Lund will be the 22nd and 23rd of September. And then they're going to round their season out October 6th and 7th with the Pumpkin Spice Nationals. Uh, The 6th featuring IMCA Late Models, Dirt Crown, and Classes to be announced. The 7th featuring SLMR, Dirt Crown, and more classes to be announced. With October 13th and 14th as rain dates. Looks like yeah, they've got a pretty full schedule. That's an ambitious season, that's for sure. And they've also got a July 3rd show. That is a TBA. Monday. But they it, it just says TB uh, to be announced. Yep, TBA. I don't think I got anything else. You got anything else? As I said, I still haven't heard about who's having the big beer bash. Yeah. I, I'll, I'm working on an office computer for them, so I'll, I'll talk to Chris uh, probably Tuesday or Wednesday and see uh, – See if he can get me a name. Do uh, do we have a tentative date for our next recording session at Quaker State for everybody? I'm sorry? Do we have a tentative date for our next recording session at QSL? Um, yeah, I was going to talk to you about that when we were done recording this episode. Just okay, got to well, figure out what days work best for you. You know, I just figure, well, you know me up until middle of January, I'm fairly well open. Yeah. Yeah, I just I, I think because we tried to do a uh, Shelby County Speedway track champions interview and uh, we got some just a lot of conflicts this time of year. So we might try to do a uh, Shelby County Speedway and Crawford County Speedway combination interview night and see if we can pull three, four drivers. That's worth going down there and and setting up and doing everything for if, if there's only one or two of them that can join us. We could just do that over Zoom and save some people some gas time. So. Well, yeah, and I mean, I think if we could only get two trap champs in, we could probably, you know, bring a couple other people in uh, 
maybe a couple track champs from Ottawa or something. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Get so, Harry Harper and see what that whole deal is about. We will, uh, we'll hopefully work on that. We'll have you more information for you guys on that in the next week or so, but I think that's going to do it for us in turn number one, Matt Andrews, your track champion at Eagle raceway in the sport modified division, just around the corner driver, the number 22 Batman, Matt Andrews joins us. And then, um, well, we'll talk to Matt and then that'll be it for today's episode. Uh, appreciate everybody listening. Hey, tight Matt Andrews, just around the corner on the front stretch. We all have that coworker that runs their mouth off at how great they are. They shot a five under par, 95 mile an hour fastball, bench press 375, brah. Wouldn't you love to shut them up by schooling them at Joe's Karting? Council Bluffs premier indoor karting track, professionally designed so each corner is your opportunity to embarrass your coworker. Call Buddy for your next company outing at 712-256-5278. Joe's Karting, white knuckle racing just across the river on 23rd Avenue next to AMC 17. Hey guys, Dan Taylor with Tailored Computers and Repair. I've been talking about a hard drive upgrade on the podcast for quite a long time, and here's a little more detail behind it. Older laptops, older computers, maybe four or five years old, the hard drives that came with them just simply were not built for Windows 10. A new hard drive from Taylor Computers and Repair will breathe brand new life into your laptop and computer. Not only will it make it faster, but it will make your laptop battery last longer and it will run cooler, which will also help the battery last a lot longer. Not only does your computer or laptop get even faster, but all of your files, settings, pictures, everything is exactly where you left it. Within about a day, maybe two days, you're gonna get your same computer back but it's going to run faster, cooler, and the battery's going to last longer on laptops. Give me a call today, 402-659-5641. Find out what a hard drive upgrade can do for your computer and get some valuable time back. We're hooked up in turn two and still showing the green flag on the front stretch. Welcome back to the front stretch. We're only going to turn number two, continuing our Eagle Raceway Track Champions interviews Turn number two brought to you by Quaker Steak and Lube in Council Bluffs, the official watering hole of the front stretch. Uh, I, uh, Matt Andrews joining us, driver of the number 22 Sport Modified. He's your Eagle Raceway track champion for this year. Uh, I noticed that you got yourself a couple of wings. How many wings do you think you can eat in all you can eat wings? No, oh, man, it depends. If I know I'm going into it, I could savor the whole day and yeah. put a couple down. I just had got, eight and I was full. These guys had 40. Today? Yeah. No, yeah, yesterday for yesterday. the challenge. The, the, you know, the Molly that comes around and she does a bunch of uh, competitive eating around the Omaha area. Uh, what did Chris say? 238 wings she ate? I don't know. I could have I done probably 20 or 30 more easy, but I started getting the meat sweats. And yeah. I know that's your body saying that's enough. Yeah, I don't think I could. I don't know. I mean, at most, maybe 18. But I it's bet a if, lot. I, I mean, if there was a competition, I'd yeah. probably spend a whole you day and a half up. not eating. And it's got to be off season though. You can't have that left side weight. So Daytona 500 party, or are we going to wait until next year's championship? Because we could throw down this gauntlet. Oh, we need to do Daytona 500 party. I mean, I'm might busy. as well have something big going on for that one besides well, the race. Well, and yeah, you're still about a month out from weekly racing around here, so you got time to trim back down. Right. Uh, we're talking with Matt Andrews, driver of the number 22 Sport Modified. We were talking off the air because uh, I don't have statistics uh, pulled up. I'm, I'm, I'm no Anthony Ainsley, but your first Eagle Raceway Track Championship. Correct. We came twice, or we came in second twice, third once. 
And then I think fifth, and we've only chased it those four times. Yeah. And the one time we didn't even go to a, the towards the end of the year, the wife got COVID. We didn't even go, and I still got third by two points. And then the one year I think we broke with two races left, and we were only six points out of the lead. Yeah. Uh, I, I imagine a couple of those years probably fell second to Sean Harker. Correct. Yeah. Sean Harker, and then... Probably Gunner Pike. I think Wayman. Gunner Pike, that's the year I got, that's one of the years I got third. So I've got yeah. third twice, Kay. second twice, and then one one. That is a tough track. But it, it seems like the last two years since since he brought the stock cars in and moved you guys outside of being the uh, first class out there, that uh, it, it's gotten a little bit more firmed up, that there's not near as many cautions. It means we got a decent racetrack for once. <laughs> you know, and it... it, it it comes down to sometimes he tills it, and if we have four, five, six Bs in classes, we get a decent track, and there's some nights we're the only B feature. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you go out there, and it's still kind of slimy. Some nights rough. What You know, there's every night's a different track, which is decent. Yeah, I mean, I like that because yeah. it makes guys think about what they got to do. What, two, three wins on the year? Yes. A couple of seconds. Like five or six, I believe. Yeah, nothing outside of uh, the top ten. Mm, not that I remember. Yeah, That's decent how year a for championship you. comes. And, and a substantial one. That was the only kind of disappointing thing about Eagle this year for the points was that there really wasn't a battle in any of the classes. A lot of the guys, I think there might have been one that there was a chance. Throwing it to you, James. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was that. one that there was a chance. I think ours was the closest when it got done, if I remember right. I think you're right. Because uh, if I wouldn't have made yeah. the feature, I think if Verbko would have won, he would have got it. Yeah. You won, you ended up winning by 30 points, and uh, you finished a couple of positions in front of him. Or you actually won I on the won. final night, so you yep. just went ahead and sealed it right there. Yeah, that was a, that's a night to remember with all the rain and starting late, and we literally had a baby, I think. It was a week and a day before that, and I told the wife I'd drug her out there, and I was like, let's go. Just, you know, we've never won, and we sat there for about three hours, and I was getting growly because I was over it and ready mm-hmm. to go home, and then went out there, and I'm not a big hammer-down racetrack guy, and we, I think we took the lead four or five laps in, and we started 14th, I think. Yeah. And that was probably one of our better races. I think you dabbled a little bit the last two years and uh, modified with, with Mike Densberger, brother-in-law? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we've, we've played around with that at tracks and stuff like that, but I'm not that high-tech and smart. You know, half the time people ask me about a sport mod, and I don't even know what to tell them to do with that. Is it your dad that does most of the setup? No. Neither one of us do setup. We just go out there and race. <laughs> Who, anybody work on the car? Jessica? Is she we work, work on, the car? on the car. We just don't set up the car. Yeah. I scaled the car I won with two weekends ago at Beatrice. We've scaled it one time, and that was there was snow on the ground, and we brought it home the day before, or two days before that. Never scaled it again. Well, I mean, if it's doing well for you, you don't really need to. And we hit this year, to be honest, we didn't have a bad car anywhere we went, so yeah. there was no point in doing anything crazy or trying to change something. I think I talked about or talked to you about this when, when we did the I-80 track champions interviews. Did you like having the two different cars at the two different tracks? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, for me, I got three kids at home. I work a full-time job for my old man, and 
it, it's a lot, you know, and I, I put a lot on my wife already on the weekends and, you know, so during the week, we, me and dad try and take one or two nights and if I'm out there and he's not, then the next night or night after that, he's out there doing tires or whatever and I'm not out there, you know? Yeah. So there's multiple times during the week where one of us has a two, three hour break that we go out there and do what we can and then we just make it work. Having the two different cars, uh, that basically just comes down to maintenance. Maintenance a certain way for the IED car, maintenance a certain way for the uh, Eagle car, and you don't have to change a bunch of stuff around every single Friday night going into Saturday. No, and it, it, that takes a lot off of you. It makes it a lot easier, but at the same time, both of our cars are ran the exact same. Like, we don't, both setups on both cars are identical. Really? Yep. You don't run other, different? Other than gear. I was going to say, you've got to run a different gear. Gear is the only thing that's different on, I mean, if you, if you looked at my scale sheets, they're within 10 to 15 pounds of bite. Ride heights are the exact same. Everything's springs at Eagle, because normally it's rough. Yeah. I run 25 pound heavier springs. That's the biggest difference in my cars. You said going into the season, you were kind of aiming for this track championship. Yes. You've been running for it for a couple of years, and, and so you started out the season, a uh, couple of good finishes, got your first win in June. Uh, when did you really start feeling comfortable that you might get this thing locked up? Never. I mean, When you <laughs> crossed the checkered flag on the final night and won the race? <laughs> Once I got out of tech, you know, me and, <laughs> me and Roger have had a dandy time fighting after races, and you hit this guy, you're penalized to this spot. And, yeah. And that happened twice this year, and it just worked out in my favor. But, I mean... I don't know. We went into it knowing we were going to go full bore at both tracks. And we knew we had the baby coming, so we knew it was going to be... I was trying to get her to admit to get induced, like, on a Tuesday. So <laughs> we were good. And it actually, you know, we had we had our daughter, Baylor, on Thursday. And I was sitting in the hospital Friday. I did not expect to go race. And it's, like, noon, and she was like, you got to get going. You got to load the car. You got to do this. And I'm like... So we're racing. She goes, I already made the post on Facebook, left the hospital, went and raced. I think we won or got second. And mm -hmm. then I went right back to the hospital and my dad took the car home. And then next night at the Eagle, same thing. And we actually left the hospital Saturday at, oh man, three o'clock. I got home at 4.15, got the baby in and went straight in the truck and trailer and me and dad left again. This is sounding a lot like a Joe Kaziski story, Dirk, isn't it? <laughs> I've heard this story from a lot of people. Yeah. It takes an awesome wife. But, I mean, and that's what, I mean. You've it, got one. You've that's got a, for sure. You've got a passion for the sport, so you want to do it, but you understood that you had a responsibility, and for her to turn to you and say, go get loaded up. Yeah. That's got to feel awesome. It does. I mean, and it's not always cake and ice cream, you know. You, it's not always easy to, you know, I work out of town. There's days, mm -hmm. there's days this year I've left on Monday, came home on Friday. Dad had the car loaded, ready to go. Got home, kissed the wife, kissed kids, and I'm going to the racetrack. Yeah. But the nice thing is the wife and the kids always follow me, and they come to the racetrack, and you've been there, you know. They, as soon as the races are over, then my kids are the first ones running down yeah. the hill, and to me, that's more than anything. And it really is kind of a clan thing down there. I mean, you've got the – with the Densburgers, and, and it's an entire family affair that it's not just you guys running with, you know, your mom and your dad showing up every once in a while or most of the nights. It's – you guys have a whole group over there that really kind of bonds together and, and makes it your own little corner. Absolutely. Like, I mean, even like big shows, we make it a deal where 
we take Mike's car, or my car, and at the end of the race, we could do bad, but guess who's still partying in the same trailer? It's all family, and we're yeah. going to hang out no matter what. Do you, like we kind of talked a little bit about, you, you've kind of dabbled a little bit in the modified. Now that you've basically won, uh, what, your second track championship at I-80. Yep. Uh, first track championship at Eagle, you did it back. You did two of them in the same year, but this year, great. I mean, that's a hell of a run for you. Uh, moving into the modified full-time anytime soon, or are you, you're pretty happy with the sport modified? Uh, we're good where we're at. I think as of now, we've talked about it, and I think we're just going to, as of now, this next year, we're going to go to big shows, do that, calm down on the weekend stuff, start doing family stuff, traveling. You know, we, I mean, this e, or I-80 you got four weekends, five weekends, we don't race. You know, Eagle, it's you start, you stop. That's yeah. it. And we miss a lot. We've missed weddings. We've done, you know, there's times the wife's gone and done stuff, and I can't go, and we've been in this point saying a couple times. And my whole goal when I started, like, all these, a lot of these people started racing go-karts or racing something. I literally had a motorcycle, wrecked it, and mom's like, motorcycle's gone i'll help you with the race car we got a race car and then it went full bore into that like we haven't really taken a break in the six years i've been racing it it's it's hard to describe the dedication it takes because it it's it's tough i mean my, my girlfriend and i have talked a lot about it that every saturday night i'm in the booth at eagle there's very few nights that i'm not well i miss maybe one or two nights a year yeah uh same thing with i-80 you miss a lot of stuff you and, do. and there's some days that, you know, as much as you want to go out and win this track championship, you see posts on Sunday about your friends out on the boat on Saturday, and you're like, God, you know, that'd be kind of fun to do once. And that actually is either two or three years ago I gave away a track championship. I don't say gave it away. Me and – I think it was me and Sean were in a good battle, and my buddy had a bachelor party, and it happened to be a weekend that I-80 was off, and I was like, I'm going fishing and – that's what we're doing and i'd spent the whole weekend on the lake and i mean yeah you miss racing but at the same time it's really good to get away like it clears your mind and so sometimes you need that you're telling me honestly a couple times a year you pray for a rain oh absolutely <laughs> yeah absolutely and oh, yeah. you know like i said i'm not one of those guys that gets to spend every night in the shop i don't have the time to do it you know with three kids and a marriage and a a job that I travel, there's nights where I've told dad I'll see you at the shop at 9.30 when the kids go to bed and it gets to 9.30 and me and the wife turn on a movie and dad's out in the shop doing something because yeah. I just didn't feel like going out there. Yeah. And, and that's also got to be a great opportunity for you to be able to just kind of bond with your dad. Uh, oh. Maybe you don't need it because he's your boss. We work together. That's enough. <laughs> but enough working in the shop is a lot more fun than working at work. Yeah. I bet. And there's nights we've sat out there and there'll be something on flow or something on any one of the racing deals we got. Mm -hmm. And it goes from working on the car to sitting in the chair, from sitting in the chair to drinking beer to sitting in the chair. And then next thing you know, it's one o'clock in the morning and we're both <laughs> going, ah, it's time to go to bed. Yeah. And you got to be up on a tower the next day or, or at the racetrack or something like that. Yeah. Uh, we're talking with Matt Anders, driver of the number 22 uh, Sport Modified uh, driver and your 2022 Eagle Raceway track champion for the Sport Modifieds. Uh, you kind of hinted about it there a little bit, but uh, going to kind of change up the pace. You've, you've been a weekly racer for the last couple of years chasing these championships. 
and now you're going to kind of step away and, and maybe hit a race here or there. Are you going to kind of play the old tactic of let's see how the weekly season starts at Eagle and see how I do if, if we pick up a couple of wins and we're in the points hunt, we'll keep coming? Or are you pretty firm that you're going to have more fun this year than, than making it a responsibility? Meh. <laughs> I figured you were, since you got that first win out of the way at Beatrice, I thought you were going to go down there and chase points. No, I, that, I don't have nothing against Beatrice, but the road from my house to that track is the worst road you'll ever drive in your life. It's a bit of a sailor. And it don't matter if you're in a semi, a truck, a car alone, that road is terrible. Yeah. And with so, I-80 being done, our, right now our whole goal on Friday nights is if we want to go, we'll go. If two hours away there's a $1,000 show, we're at the position, I think, you know, to where we can go out there and compete to win that money. So yeah. we'll do that. Saturday, me, me and the wife talked about it, and it was like, uh, we'll, we'll race here and there, but if we start the first three races off and I win one or two, you're, you're stuck. Yeah. You know, what do you do? Right. So I think, I think Saturdays will come down to we'll see what happens. But like, I mean, if you look at this year, beginning of the year, the first or second, maybe third night, it was rough. And I went out there, and I rode around the bottom, and I just watched everybody pass me, and I didn't care. They were yeah. tearing up equipment, beating the wall, doing this. I pulled in, and I grinded my tires, and I raced the next weekend. So, That's something you've always been really good at is being conservative and not putting yourself in that situation to where you're going to go out there and knock the wall down. Well, and I, when, I was, when I first started, we'd knock the wall down. But <laughs> I don't know. You, you get to a point where is two spots worth ripping a side of your body off or you know like i've hit cars and people complain about it everybody's gonna do it and you get to a point where it's not really worth it on a hammer down or a rough track to gain in our sport 20 bucks right now if it was 2000 to win and you're in first and i'm in second i'm gonna hit you i don't care but okay ross yeah well, i was gonna say would you chastain him <laughs> I've done it at Eagle one time to Trent Roth. I went in way too hard in turn one, hit the wall, drove it probably 20 feet on the wall, popped off, and I think I ended up beating Trent. And we parked right next to him. I think that might have been my first win ever. I have to go back and watch video. And we had a good night. <laughs> but I, I literally, I went in, jumped the cushion, like way over the cushion and it was that night it was probably four feet from the wall slapped the wall rode it around and coming out turn two is when i passed trent but chastain that was a whole different man right there oh uh, we were talking more about the the bump and and wreck him rather than the ride in the wall uh, i've done that a few times but <laughs> well i'm not really wrecked, you on it a but couple of times <laughs> yeah he has and he's seen me at the flag stand tell him what i thought about it <laughs> We're talking with Matt Andrews. Let's get driving the number 22 Sport Modified, the 2022 track champion at Eagle Raceway. I had a super good question. It was like Obviously. top notch. Think real hard. Howie. Oh, racetracks around the area that you've wanted to hit, but you haven't had a chance to. Man, I, Albion was one of them, and we did it this year. And Yeah. Been to Crawford? Crawford, where's that? Crawford County Speedway, Denison. Yes, we got yeah. second there first beginning of the year. Yeah. We went out there for the special, and that was our first night on our jet car, and we got second. We started 12th, 10th, somewhere in the back, and we got second. Did you race the Tiny Lund? Yes, we did. Yeah. We got second. Did you like 
the track? I did not. Okay. I, I like that they shortened it. To me, my opinion, is still kind of hard to see. But they got to add banking. They got to do something because I went to the top twice just to try it. And I, I don't know if it's not enough banking. could have been my car. But I wasn't the only one complaining about this. Because it's hard to make the top work if it's not a little bit of moisture or a cushion dominant. Mm-hmm. But I think making it smaller, I think, made the track way better. Was a step in the right direction. Correct. Sounds like they're going to keep tweaking on the design of the track. And well, then... and your first year when you go from a half mile to yeah. whatever it is now, I mean, I don't run that gear that I ran there anywhere. So it's, it's a lot smaller, and it's wide, so it's, it still has a lot of potential to be racy. But I either they got to add some banking or make sure we got a little bit of a cushion because on the bottom, it's so much shorter because you can run four wide there. Mm-hmm. So, you, I mean, if you wow. put a cushion or do something to give a little little more minimum, momentum on the top to where people can drive it, I think you'd have a really good track. One of the other things I heard some people say that, that really kind of resonated with me was that this is a track that hasn't even had a winter on it. Correct. It didn't have a chance to sit and, and kind of develop a little bit. So it, it may be a slightly different track next year. It could yeah. be. I, I personally don't think that's going to solve what he's talking about. No. I think it's going to take a grader probably. Well, and like I said, I think a little more banking with the, to me, when I ran the top, granted the track was super slick, which in Iowa, that's normal, but there's nothing to come off. You know, we're going in at the same angle that the guys on the bottom are. It's going to be hard to drive by them when they're going 50 foot shorter distance mm-hmm. than we are. Yeah. And they were keeping about the same speed getting into the corner. So Yeah. We've been talking with Matt Anders driving the number 22 uh, Sport Modified. Run through it one more time for us. All the great uh, marketing partners and sponsors that help you keep that car up and going. Uh, Skytop Towers, Strategic EMS, Big Red Lawn Care, All Pro Heating and Air, AR Fabrication and Cuts. I'm going to miss about four of them. I got my, de- my design guy. I don't know, I don't, big dog or uh, underdog, underdog design. <laughs> design. There we go. <laughs> big dog. I usually, when you interview me, yeah. I got my car standing I next to me. To, well, and, and didn't you bring a list to you with you on? At I the did I-81? last time. I wrote them down when I was eating dinner last yeah. time because I wouldn't remember. <laughs> I got my dad. That's Sky Top. Got Strategic. Got All Pro. Big red long car. RDM Landscapes. Uh, and then the wife and kids. PBJ. Oh yeah, yeah. Expanders company, uh, PBS Rentals. That's there we it. go. By the way, he's uh, this will be long over with, and hopefully, you'll still be alive when this airs. Uh, he's getting married, he's getting married next weekend, not yeah. this coming, but the following weekend. Yeah. Oh. That is one wedding that I think I would be very cautious about accepting a, an, an invite to because you, you gotta bring your big boy pants to go to that <laughs> one of those guys' weddings. No, Brandon just, knows how to have a good time. I mean, we all do. I mean, yeah. A lot of people, like, when we race at these tracks, don't see us the next morning. It's pretty good time just watching us come out of the rigs and <laughs> yeah. try and see sunlight for the first time in a couple hours. You know? I've only got to experience that at the uh, Cornhole Tournament at I-80. And I was rough. Yeah. You I didn't wanna... race that night and the night before, so that was a rough day. You yeah. want to be my plus one? We'll make Sarah be the DD. All right. To the Spanger wedding? Yeah. Oh, we've already got her sister's getting married that day. Oh. I think it's the same day. 
Well, there goes my designated driver. Yep. All right, that's going to do it for us. I've been trying to drag this interview on because I am so scared about this challenge. I can't wait to watch you die. <laughs> so I am... You're going to be sweating bullets. Just keep talking. <laughs> Maybe we'll get far enough. Everybody will leave and they'll let me off the hook. <laughs> Ain't that's nobody gonna, leaving. <laughs> I know. That's going to do it for us today. Big thanks to Matt Andrews for joining us. Matt, again, thanks a lot for your time, man. appreciate it. Not a problem. Thank you, guys. <laughs> that's going to do it for us for today's show. Big thanks to, uh, again, Matt Andrews and everybody at Quaker Sick and Loot for coming out. Thanks to James Rowland of Rowland Race News for helping us out with the interviews. For Dirk Houston, I'm Dan Taylor. This has been the Front Stretch presented by Joe's Carding. The official watering hole of the Front Stretch has you covered any day of the week with the best wings, great burgers, and amazing steaks. Each weekday from 4 to 6 is happy hour, featuring dollar-off draft and well drinks plus $4 Luberitas. Mondays are kids' night. Tuesdays are all-you-can-eat wings for $12.95, and the lube even delivers to the Council Bluffs area. Like Quaker Steak and Lube Council Bluffs on Facebook for a full list of weekly events. Get to Quaker Steak and Lube. Mid-America Drive, Council Bluffs. Every race car driver has run into the same problem. It's well past normal parts store closing hours, but you need that one to finish your car. The guys who brought you White Knuckle Racing by the River bring you Joe's Karting Racing Parts and Tire Store. Open until 10 p.m. Monday to Thursday and open until 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. A parts store that fits your after-hours schedule and you can turn a few laps at Joe's Karting while you're waiting for your part to get pulled from their warehouse. Joe'sKarting.com for more information. Thank you.